0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the uh, Thursday, December 23rd edition of the AM Show, just two days until Christmas. Um, I am your host, r 2 Gen. joined with me, as always, by Mr. Free Market Capitalist. Hey, now. Hey, now we are, yeah, like I said, just a mere few days away from Christmas. Um, and kind of as predicted, the markets seem a little bit slower. We have some floors softening up. We see a lot of people um, selling for losses as tax season start looming or tax season is looming. And um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's been an interesting day. It'll be interesting to see how the next 10 days shapes out as we head into the new year. Um, but how are you doing? How was uh, your Wednesday?
1: You know what, R2? I'm feeling bullish. I'm feeling really, feeling really, good? really, bullish this morning. Yeah, I am. I am very bullish. I think that as I look around, as you said, depressed floors across the board, and and I try to gauge sentiment from Twitter. I am just feeling super bullish. I I feel like everyone is so ready to deploy ETH into these beautiful JPEGs that we know and love. Uh, I like you said. I think we just got to get past that December thirty first. So. Feeling great this morning. Looking for for
0: NFTs to buy. The new year is going to be uh, ripe for the picking, I think. And and I honestly do think that that's uh, a big part of it. We had a pretty good discussion in the DGEN dojo, you know, about what, you know, different regions have different taxes and stuff like that. But in the States and in Canada, uh, you, you know, you do all of this trading um, you make a lot of profits, but these profits are sitting in NFTs. You you still do have to pay your capital gains tax somehow. And sometimes you have to liquidate some of your holdings uh, to do so. right? And uh, I think that's some of what we're seeing right now. But on the tax note, we, uh, we do have a uh, show hosted by Maz tonight in the Discord um, with a couple of crypto tax professionals. Uh, and they're going to outline uh, some of the do's and don'ts um, regarding tax strategy. I know it's everybody's favorite subject. And uh, every, you can feel the, the blood pressure just increasing a little bit just thinking about it. But it is a reality that we live in um, for, for most people. Some people live in countries that have very favorable tax laws, and that's great for them. But uh, but yeah, it'll be an interesting discussion. We're going to be hosting that. And I believe there's going to be an AMA involved in there too. So if anybody has any, um, any questions for them, please feel free to join us there 9 p.m. Eastern tonight
1: you know, there's tax strategies, which all of us need to pay attention to and employ, but then there's taking advantage of them because like, you know, I've seen how many zero ETH listings over the last few days. And tax loss harvesting is brilliant. I think anybody, if they can effectively do it, should employ it. The only thing is, are you ever getting that NFT back? If you tax loss harvest something you love, I'm not sure you're ever getting it back. So that you just have to figure out what in your hidden folder is worth, uh, is worth the loss. But yeah, tune into that tonight because this is something everybody, especially in the Western Hemisphere, needs to uh, listen to.
0: Yeah, just keep in mind we are, we are not tax professionals but they will be joining us um this evening. Um, <laughs> they
1: are the tax professionals. Well, yes. I
0: have I've heard of people especially on like Robinhood getting burned um because you do the tax you yeah. do the loss harvesting but then you rebuy into the same asset but there's some wash rules um that get pretty yes. nasty yep. and I saw somebody that made like $10,000 in profit get taxed on like $1.5 million in capital gains. <laughs> um and it was uh, I guess uh he got really really red um
1: so there's an old adage there's an old adage that a good accountant should never cost you anything it should make you money and that's why it's a good it's a good idea to listen in tonight with maz
0: so yeah, you know, the second I actually hired a professional accountant rather than um, just going to one of the walk-in ones that are around, um, definitely felt a lot more good about my situation. So yeah, this is going to be—I uh, I, want to say—an exciting conversation. Um, maybe, maybe not super <laughs> exciting, but it is important, it important incredibly important. <laughs> um, and so of course, we're going to record that for anybody that can't make it. Um, we do have a pretty global community, and and that might not be an agreeable time for everyone, but we will have it, and we will have it for you in its entirety so that's really exciting just wanted to get that out of the way and um and yeah we can move right into crypto if you want to want to start talking um talking talking stuff
1: talking stuff i mean man those coins are just bored 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 coins just meandering about sideways action pretty much the same thing we've been saying uh, Mm -hmm. for a couple weeks but I think I mentioned it yesterday, never short a dull market, and the longer we go sideways, the duller it gets. So just be on watch, and maybe the next flush, if there is one, is the last one. And we know the first quarter of the year. Now, yes, for crypto, but especially for NFTs, and I know a lot of people weren't here in January and February of this year, but you're gonna be here in January and February of next year. And it's just traditionally a very bullish time for NFTs as people start to leg back into the bags. They may have ditched in December for various
0: reasons, whether it's paying
1: your Christmas bills or tax loss harvesting, as we were just discussing.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean, like you said, we're, we're starting to feel like every coin is a stable coin right now. They're just fluctuating within like a plus minus of five percent. Um, but who knows? I, I will say this. Uh a lot of people were into that like four year cycle of crypto and and whatnot um obviously the the time scope of that is not very long. We're talking like twelve years since bitcoin's um inception, about eight years since ethereum and uh maybe even less than that that's a that's a very short time frame and it's one of those things that was like in hindsight works until it doesn't but uh we really have been in a pretty substantial crypto bull run for um uh, I guess a basically a year now. It started taking off in in November, December last year, uh, and it's had its its downs, but it's it's had its mostly ups. Like it's been a really really great year um, in terms of games gains. And even if you were just investing in something like Bitcoin, like you know you you probably made three x your money, which. <laughs> You know sounds like oh, only three times like in in this market, yeah, like sure, but uh but I mean in in historical markets, that is like some of the most incredible returns you could ever ever ask for, and this is like year over year in crypto, so uh yeah, I mean, it just feels different this time, and I'm really excited to see what the new year will bring. I don't know um that we've come even close to like peak euphoria or anything. And I think we're going to get, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think we're going to see one of those really, really, really huge drawdowns until something like that happens.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's all about sentiment. You need, D- people think that bull markets ride euphoria or good news. Bull markets actually climb walls of worry. It's disagreement. That supports a trend. And the reason that is, is because you still need people to buy on the way up. So if everybody agrees with an idea, there's nobody left to buy. And that's when things turn around. Whether we're talking about, you know, the bottom or the top, it's when everybody agrees on something, there's nobody left to come over to your side. So that's what you always have to be on the watch for. Has sentiment gone so far to one side that there's nobody le- left to convince of your thesis. And no, we haven't gotten there in crypto yet, but we see these mini cycles play out all the time.
0: Very Pardon me. Oh my god.
1: Are you okay? Yeah, I got Are something you? stuck
0: in my throat there. Just went to talk and uh, <laughs> nothing came out, but uh but yeah, <laughs> Um very, very exciting to to see what happens, and yeah, like I don't think we're anywhere near the peak of this um and the, you know, there are people that are calling for that super cycle where it's uh it's a situation where the markets are maybe a little bit more matured and we see more of an extended bull run um that that doesn't quite have the volatility that it's had in the past but is more just up and to the right, uh not indefinitely but but for a longer period of time so uh so yeah, pretty pretty exciting stuff. Um, let's, uh, let's move on to some news. Uh, seeing on decrypt uh i don't have to go in depth in this but just a, a good story they just said the you know the biggest crypto story of 2020 tw- 2021 is the nft boom uh from jpegs to sports highlights to crypto creatures nfts dominated the headlines this year more than anything else in crypto uh i gotta say that is likely true <laughs> um obviously you know we are in nfts and we don't want to be completely in an echo chamber but yeah um whether it was for or against nfts It definitely was kind of the the most talked about and the most meme thing out of the the crypto world this year. Um, As we talk about frequently, you know, you look at uh, they almost seem to be non-existent on Facebook. But if you look on Instagram, um, it's just FUD central Uh, you look on twitter it's there's a lot of bulls and a lot of bears on it and then you look in like the discords and you know our group and it's just a full-on nft bulls Uh, but the conversation was abundant surrounding them obviously there was just a, a huge 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 amount of nft projects released uh we saw some projects like ether orcs pushing the limits and and you know rethinking of how we're using nfts and uh and yeah i I think it's just been an an incredible year for crypto and uh and and uh, nfts in particular um you know happy to say that i was able to uh jump into nfts finally as well remember it from back in the crypto kitty days of 2017 saying you know probably nothing and boy was i wrong
1: yeah you know we're all quite jaded and and we live in a crypto bubble where we're all really deep in this stuff but your average person The Crypto to them is Bitcoin. You would be hard pressed for most average people to even know what Ethereum is. By the middle of next year, it will be Bitcoin and NFT. You're already seeing it. It's already probably the second most popular term associated with crypto after Bitcoin. And I believe the masses will know about NFTs before they even know that you need Ether to buy them and you know we saw i forget the dictionary but nft was the word of the year Yep, that's and right. yep and now we're seeing uh this being the crypto phenomenon of the year according to decrypt and and this 2022 we're barreling into is in my opinion going to be the mass adoption of nfts and thereby the mass adoption of crypto i've said from the beginning nfts are a trojan horse for your average person to get into crypto whether that means they buy a dick butt on ethereum or a mickey mouse nft on vivi it's how most people are going to interface with crypto for the first time
0: yeah I, I think that this is um probably the easiest way for people to start wrapping their heads around it too um you know, I, I think a lot of people don't really get like older don't get digital assets. Like, why do you own this? Like, why why is it more than just right click saving it? Um, um, but there's definitely a certain age group that's that's coming up into maturity that uh, has you know grown up with Call of Duty skins or Counter Strike knives and stuff like that, trading them um, and using them, and and this stuff just works. Uh, I think it's a pretty I don't want to say frictionless way. I think that'll be a big trend of 2022 is just reducing the friction things like moon pay with celebrities doing it for them. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'd be hard pressed to think that anything um, comes close in terms of like, uh, bringing people into the crypto world in the NFT world more than like a top shot or something like that, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, cryptographic blockchain technology doesn't make sense to anyone. But the idea that you can't steal my Mickey Mouse picture on the computer makes sense to people. And that's kind of what NFTs are, right? It's digital provenance and digital ownership. And I just think it's the use case crypto has been searching for the whole time. Is it the end game? Not necessarily. But I think given how derided nfts were not by normies but by crypto people in early even as early as february of this year the majority of crypto influencers used to shit on me and anybody involved in nfts and that's maybe why our eyes rolled so far back into our head when people like 888 came out and said they were god's gift to non-fungible tokens
0: mic drop (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I can fucking technical difficulties abound today. No, uh, we are completely on the same page. That's why we're all here. But I think 2022 is going to be a spectacular year for for the adoption of NFTs. And I think that, uh, yeah, just, you know, as this article highlights, it's, it's being... Um, there's so much exposure to it to everyone. It's being mentioned everywhere. It's being talked about everywhere. You're eventually just going to get that snowball effect where people are just, you know, maybe at, at first it's only, you know, one in a thousand that that gets this um, impressed upon them and starts to go down the rabbit hole. But that starts to pick up steam and you start to get more and more people, more and more people are talking about it. And uh you know, as, as long as we are in an acceptive and inclusive community, uh, I think that the sky is the limit for us. So the 2022 is going to be a good year. And we got lots more to kind of talk about looking forward to 2022 as we kind of uh, wrap up this year. And I know that's going to be um, a big subject for us as well. So uh, let's move on. Uh, big news of yesterday, it happened live on the show, but uh, it continues to be the talk of the town. Board Ape Yacht Club NFTs flip CryptoPunks floor price in Ethereum. Uh, the upstart apes have overtaken the OG punks in terms of the entry level price, signaling changing sentiment around the NFT projects. Um, this is something that the CryptoPunks said would never happen. Uh, this is something that I don't think the original Board Apes ever thought would happen. Um, but it has, as of yet Yesterday, the floor price prices had flipped. Now, uh, I should say that as of this minute, the uh, the apes are are slightly, slightly, slightly under. Um, the the CryptoPunks right now the lowest floor on the board ape is fifty two point two ETH, uh, lowest on the punk is fifty three ETH. So they are neck and neck, uh, and it feels like it might be shaping up to be a bit of an arms race. But it definitely feels like the board apes have all of the momentum going into the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I, the real story wasn't that board apes flipped punks by point four. Uh, it was that. The reaction, I think, on Twitter and how how the social constructs that existed in the NFT world, while we saw it coming for a long time, felt flipped, no pun intended, on its head. And there was a ton of what I like to call claim chowder out and about on Twitter (laughs) from people who said that. Uh, apes were going to flip punks, you know, two months. You always have the ardent believers who put out those tweets and, and then like to retweet them when the event actually happens and and hat tip to them. I mean, the apes are a force and deserve everybody's praise for what they've built and done for all NFTs. All NFTs benefit from what Bored Ape Yacht Club has built. But boy, I guess the most entertaining part of it were the maxis on both sides coming out and just having a grand old time you had eight maxis just twisting the knife as best they could into the stomach of many og punks who were just dripping with cope yesterday from i don't care if my punk goes to zero comments (laughs) to well i own ape too so i don't really care i mean you know it was it was very entertaining. It was a bit of theater. I tend to side on the I love punks and apes. There's no reason they can't get along. They're can't important. we
0: all just get along?
1: <laughs> can't we all just get a bong? And you know, the thing is, I feel like most people, and we always say this about politics and that most people are centrists. Most people aren't extremists that are maxies about the concepts that that they hold dear. And you saw. Cooler heads tending to prevail, but of course the Twitter algorithm is going to port you as much sensationalism as possible. And for me, it was just very entertaining. I think, you know, we all feel a bit like kids in the playground. We're playing this very large video game called NFTs and we do have our internal rivalries, but What are the Red Sox without the Yankees and vice versa? So I I think it should all be taken in good fun uh, as long as you haven't overinvested and you need the devs to do something. Just enjoy the ride.
0: Yeah, and uh, don't expect the Larva Labs. Devs to be doing anything. So, um. (laughs) (laughs) no, 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 honestly, I, you know, I I get it. Rivalries are good. They're, you know, the fun, like the Lakers and Celtics, the Yankees and the Red Sox. Like it's, it it kind of just uh, increases the overall, um, even just content for for the 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 space and, and things to talk about uh people always love something to rally behind it obviously uh the bored apes and the, and the cryptopunks are prime examples of communities that are you know just ardent supporters of of you know said community but uh yeah i mean they definitely both have their space i def- I, I would imagine that most people on both sides understand that too um you know i'm a lakers fan i've never once said the celtics shouldn't exist we just want to kick their ass, right? Like that's just it is what it is. I'm <laughs> right. sure you feel the same way um, about uh, the, the the Red Sox. The Red Look, Sox. Look, I
1: I want them to be there. I hate yeah, them, yeah. and I couldn't live without them. Like yeah. that's that's exactly how it is.
0: Yeah. So I mean, uh, them, there's, live them. obviously an important space. I do find the story of the Board Apes infinitely fascinating. Um, though it was it was, you know, they they launched. Before kind of this large swath of profile picture um, projects that um, had had come out in you know, in the subsequent months, uh, it was a slow burn. I mean, people were aware of them. people were looking at them, you know, this looks cool, whatever. Uh, but listening to a podcast hosted by one of the the board apes who's pretty experienced in traditional markets and whatnot, um, you know, he was talking about, how people that were joining the board Apes were doing so because, you know, CryptoPunks at that point were inaccessible um, and they just wanted their own community. They wanted to feel like they were rallying around a cause. And, you know, at, at one point early on, um, he said, you know, you would get into this the Discord with all the other apes and stuff and be talking and like the dream, like the dream, like one day, one day, one day, maybe we'll flip me bits, right? Me bits. <laughs> Right. And 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 we're so far removed from that that like you gotta believe that you know these little tiny movements don't ever start with being like, oh, we're gonna flip crypto punks. I mean, they just took these baby steps um and they eventually flipped me bits, but now they're 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 looking back and like they just flipped crypto punks, like they are the de facto. Um, profile picture community in the NFT world now. Um, and I, I got to believe that they are, are now the absolute driving uh, social force in it as well. Like they they just, they they did all of the right things and here they are uh, looking down on the, the rest of the NFT space now. No question.
1: And I will say the one community that did interject themselves that really just needs to shut the fuck up and go away already would be the crypto funks. Okay. You are irrelevant mirror images trying to be something you will never be. You didn't win anything yesterday, and that movement needs to just go die on the vine already because you're all a bunch of idiots.
0: Oh, you've changed your Did sentiment I, on the funk, uh, eh? Was,
1: I'm completely—the the, the head funk is such a toxic asshole. Like, all he does—every other tweet he makes is about how board apes are racist— and right. i you know there's no place for racism in nfts and there's no place for people dragging like un- inappropriate toxic shit into what what is kind of just a fun time for the people having a fun time i think the funk movement is ridiculous and uh, it really pissed me off yesterday seeing them celebrate what what are you what what are you celebrating what relevance do you have fuck off
0: yeah, I mean, the, the Gary V popularized this. He didn't coin it, but he said, you know, there's there's two ways to build the tallest tower in the city. Um one is to destroy every other tower in the city or two is you go out and build the, the tallest fucking tower in the city. Um Bored Apes just built the tallest tower in the city. Um and I yeah, you don't need to tear everything else down to be successful, right? Um that should You do be, if you have shit. Yeah, well, it shouldn't that that's if that's your like your Your operating strategy, I think that uh you know you're you're not justifying your existence very well
1: boohoo larva labs won't give us more money <laughs> fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right well uh again uh, we're gonna look forward to to that i think you're probably going to be standing by your uh, 100th floor on board apes and um yep. what was it 40 board apes to 140 on the uh, the punks but uh, you know what,
1: I, I actually think they're gonna top at 125 uh, by
0: the end of february I, I
1: had a prophetic dream the other night i see <laughs> Ape's around around 125 by the end of
0: february usually like, wake up in the middle of the night and start writing this shit down <laughs>
1: 125! People ate uh, What? What? I, nothing, nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. wake up all your neighbors <laughs> screaming. <laughs> what 25? Amazing. Um all right, I'm sure there will be uh that that's a topic that's not going to go away. Um and I don't want it to. It's fascinating and it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out like I said neck and neck right now. Um but I got to believe that uh board apes are actually in the lead. Uh, how about
1: ma- everything rallies to 100 together now? How yeah, about that? That's what I want. The
0: lemons, yeah, let's all hold hands. <laughs> D-list <laughs> everything and make it to a hundred. <laughs> um, all right, Meta targeting deep compatibility with blockchain Web3 incoming CTO, uh, a senior executive at newly branded Meta reportedly urged staff to explore ways in which the company could embrace blockchain blockchain technology. Um, you know i i want to believe that this is bullish news that uh, meta is looking for interoperability um that they are going to embrace existing blockchains rather than make their mm-hmm. own and and kind of create that world where everybody else owns stuff but we all know what facebook and meta are um, really about so it's it's hard to see them relinquishing that control over things unless they have a brilliant master plan as to how they can monetize the fuck out of this stuff passively <laughs> rather than own ownership of said information. But uh, uh, nonetheless, this um, the incoming CTO uh, seems to be pretty forward thinking. Uh, I gotta believe that with the twenty billion dollars a year they're spending on this, that they're able to hire some some pretty talented you know blockchain and web three minds that are going to be kind of game playing this but uh i I mean i like the headline i hope that it's true
1: yeah i mean i agreed. i definitely like the headline thought it was true but as to what you said my gut instinct when i heard this i said oh what shitty chain is zuckerberg designing to put nfts on facebook it wasn't like oh we're gonna have nfts on facebook it was like ah oh what's going on it's You know, I just, I don't have any faith that any of these companies believe in the ethos of Web3. Uh, I think nobody buys the bullshit. So we're kind of always just waiting. Like they say exactly what we want to hear. And we're just waiting for that shoe to drop. Like where's the butt, you know, and to to their credit, this is all good stuff. This is all stuff I want to hear. I'm just waiting for the butt.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Like, it, it's hard for me to believe that it's all in, in good fun too. I mean, they had their Libra coin that kind of got rebranded to. I saw it in the article DM, and uh, you know, it was a stable coin. But it just it didn't it didn't take off. I, I know that they were trying to integrate that into their WhatsApp technology. Blah blah blah. Um, I don't know if they've given up, and I, I think that it's been pretty obvious that. Um, you know, the SEC and, and even Congress is, was always shutting down the idea of Facebook doing their own uh, uh, cryptocurrency. Um, that was definitely out of fear of, of having too much power surrounding that, uh, especially definitely. because Facebook has, uh, you know, a built-in 3 billion users or something like that at this point. Um, these are nation states.
1: These, these, oh God, these corporations crazy. are nation states. And if they have currencies, what's left? I mean, you know, if you all of a sudden give them a currency, what is left? You know,
0: Facebook has more people leaving the platform every day because they die than most platforms actually have active users. That's
1: an incredible stat. I did not know that. Yeah.
0: they're The biggest source of Facebook's churn is death. <laughs> wow off putting like, <laughs> an unreal um, um, grasp oh, yeah. on, on the world that they have um, and yeah I don't want them to have their own cryptocurrency I don't want them to have their blockchain or uh, their own blockchain but if they are willing to use existing uh, technologies there and, and kind of play within the bounds um, you know it'll be interesting to see uh, it, they, they have the biggest potential in the world at, you know maybe hand in hand with Apple to if reduce The friction into these worlds.
1: If there's any company out there that I believe decentralization is at the core of their belief in tenants, and you'll be surprised when I say this, it's Apple. And (laughs) shocking. I think people, well, I think people view Apple as this closed, centralized entity where all apps have to be approved. And that's why Android and Google were these great options for an open and decentralized world. But I would argue that. While Apple centralizes the things that they put out because they want to control the experience more than any other company, they believe in the decentralization of a person and their right to their own information and data, okay? Apple doesn't harvest your data. They don't sell your data. They don't try to profit off of it. Every other Web2 company is doing that. If any company is going to look at all these other corporations trying to get into Web3 and essentially usurp it to essentially put a Web3 skin on Web2, it's going to be Apple. Apple is not dependent on Web2. Apple is a hardware company and can adjust that hardware for anything, any paradigm that's coming out. This is the company that will champion decentralization and they hold the keys. So I eagerly await. Apple's move into crypto. I think it's going to change the world.
0: Uh, yeah, and it it is coming for sure. I know that uh, I can't believe a trillion dollar or what is it, two or three trillion dollar company right now has uh, has not deployed an entire team of of oh. you know oh, blockchain yeah. specialists working in the background. It, it is just there uh, for sure. So lots to look forward to in that regard. We'll see what happens with Meta, um, but they're obviously not backing down either. So uh, last bit of news we have to talk about was just the uh, the billionaire high school drama, <laughs> Andreessen blocks Jack, Jack unfollows the <laughs> Winklevoss, Bitcoin versus <laughs> Web3 feud continues. These are fighting nerds. Dorsey and Web3 folks got into it on Twitter again. Uh, this is just becoming hilarious. I got to believe these people have better things to do with their time. But here we are talking about Elon, Jack Dorsey, the Winklevoss. Uh just going at it in terms of like whether web three is a thing or not. Elon is professing his you know Doge Maxi, which I'm sure is just getting under uh, Jack's skin. They're both going against web three. Uh, this is just ridiculous. I mean I, they're they're bored. We need to get get past the Christmas season, get them back to work.
1: Big shout out to Trades Error, who always knew that this buffoonish clown, Jack Dorsey, was the buffoonish clown that he is because it is so obvious given Twitter's performance Given the products they've put out and given what Jack did immediately after leaving, it's pretty obvious what he did in his office all day. And it was read threads about Web3 and probably throw shit against the wall because he couldn't respond the way he wanted to. Well, it, it worked on him all year to the point where he said, I fucking quit and he spent the next week hopping on every web3 thread he could find to basically stir up bullshit and i it is it is incredible to me the bubble that these billionaires live in and Then try to preach to us about what is right, what you should be doing. No, that rich person is, but believe me, it's that rich person you should be looking out for. This is all such nonsensical high school drama, as you put it, that uh, I don't even know what to make of it. And Jack, you've broken my heart. I thought you were a very handsome man.
0: Yeah, Jack definitely feels like that guy that finally got the divorce he wanted, and now he's just out there (laughs) living the single life, saying whatever the fuck he wants (laughs) to do, whatever he wants. Like, just it's it's ridiculous. I mean, we're only a week removed from him, um, you know, being being out of the uh, CEO position of Twitter, and he's just like I. (laughs) Is he going to get deplatformed from his own platform? Probably not. (laughs) But but, I mean, it would just be like the the absolute pinnacle of events that end up happening. Um, But yeah, he has just been going at anybody and everybody, uh, including Beanie, as we saw the other day. Beanie is absolutely loving it. I think he got, as you said, like maybe 50,000 followers just from that little feud he had with Jack. And, uh, (laughs) you know, it, it blows my mind that Jack actually has enough time on his hands to find somebody like beanie who in the grand scheme of things i, I shouldn't say as a nobody to him but i mean they're
1: he didn't have the time look at twitter stock he didn't have the time <laughs> he wasn't being a proper custodian of that company he was shit i want to find I his this all yesterday. oh boy let's, oh, start
0: an- kevin, let's start kevin durant let's level start of anonymous accounts it.
1: Oh, my God. We got to start analyzing all the old Web3 threads because, you know, Jack was all over those things with two or three anons. We just got to analyze the language. Someone get on that. J- Jamie, producer. He said he's on it.
0: Right. He's on it. We're working on it. We have an imaginary producer now.
1: It's Jamie from the Joe Rogan show. He, he moonlights
0: uh, <laughs> in the NFT space. Uh, all right we can move on from news we kind of uh we had a lot of news to kind of talk about just because um uh, as we said nfts are a little bit on the slower side uh wgmi is not looking overly different than it was the last few days board apes mutant apes still doing really well uh bears deluxe having a good month looking at the seven day change um wolf game having a bit of a rebound as we've we've seen people starting to shill it again back up to a point two two floor um, that thing was at what a five ETH floor for a while there, and then just kind of appeared to get rugged. I don't know. Like uh, I've spent shout so- out to the homie
1: Otto Sewin who was uh, who was pumping it again yesterday. So you know, it's it's the game that won't die. I think I think this game as we know, had every influencer involved in it. So I'm sure every important person whose name you know is on the phone with these devs every other day saying, what's up? You know, these are our bet. This is just like classic investing world. Once VCs and hedge funds have their claws in you, they don't let their bag go to zero.
0: And that's what you're seeing here. Yeah, um, one one thing that popped up on WGMI that I love and we all love is the little lemon friends. Um, obviously, the data isn't uh, super thick on it, just uh, but it did remind me that we are holding a point 0.1 floor, which is not nothing. I mean, we're you know a week, a week, um, a week and a bit removed from the reveal. And uh, it's sitting four x yeah. mint, um, and it's it's that's been a great run for them. Uh, I don't think we need to go in depth on the little lemon friends. We've done that more well, than enough. But uh, yeah, they're, get, they're, they're they're doing well.
1: Yeah, and and forget its little lemon friends for a second, and let's you know do technical analysis on this floor and and what's going on here. Right, there were two nice sweeps yesterday. Uh, we caught one earlier in the day and they were both by the same person, Cool and Katz, who is actually a giant dickbutt whale. Shout out to the crypto dickbutts. It is a blue chip. Uh, just watch out for those next year. But this guy did two 60 lemon sweeps. Now, mind you, this is a 10,000 PFP collection with a very frothy pump that just occurred over the weekend and a bunch of traders getting stuck right into tax loss harvesting mm-hmm. season. This floor should be higher, not like a should like, all oh, people aren't recognizing it. It's a very thin artificial floor. And the moment people go from sell mode into buy mode, it'll quickly be back up to 0.15 and, and that area. It's really thin up to there. And yeah, you know, just from a technical standpoint, it looks very strong uh, whether this was little lemons or not just analyzing that data
0: yeah i mean we got up to i think 0.27 very briefly there and that was uh, yeah. definitely peak euphoria um for the lemons and you know it uh, that those pumps can't be sustained forever obviously there's a lot of a lot of lemon supply is pretty locked up i think but um but yeah the floor is uh, is 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 pretty thin on it um, and given what's happening in all of the other projects, uh, you know, these really depressed floors, um, I think that it's in a pretty strong spot, but yeah, it did pop up on WGMI and was, uh, was pretty happy to see that. So, um, one project, honestly,
1: it's looking stronger than alien friends and cool man's universe, which were both, you know, kind of hype drops that launched within a week. So,
0: well, I mean, cool man's universe is kind of interesting. It has, um, I don't think it's really seen it's pump yet i mean it was up to about 0.2 uh post reveal but i mean the floor is kind of held at 0.14 and seems to be moving around within a pretty tight range there but um uh, yeah, I mean I I don't I, I think Lemon Friends has done better than them, absolutely. But uh, the volume on Cool Man's Universe has been has been really good. And and I, I think the interesting thing about that was just, you know, with Lemon Friends, it was a really low mint price and you were able to mint 15 of them. Obviously, a lot of people took advantage of that or more. Um with Cool Man's Universe, most of it was whitelisted. I think they sold eighty four hundred. Um, on the yeah. pre-sale list and you could only mint two of them per wallet. Uh, so the unique ownership the unique, was a completely yeah, different uh-huh. ballgame in terms of the distribution. Um, and uh, I, I think that um, I think because they're starting out with basically an average of two per wallet, I think you'll see um, maybe, maybe some pretty big constriction on the supply there too. Uh, I think a lot of people were pleasantly surprised by what came out of them and uh, didn't want to hold. I mean, I bought four four of them. I bought two in the, the pre-sale and then two pre-deal and totally had every intention of flipping at least two of them. Uh, they revealed and I said, I don't I actually don't want to sell any of these.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's fabulous art. Uh, we love cool mans. No question. Uh, I was almost just looking at things from a technical, uh, technical standpoint, but yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I, fair enough. Yeah. I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, yep. but yeah, both good projects, uh, a project that is struggling a little bit right now. See it floating around a lot in, uh, alpha mint, the DGEN dojo, but Mendel's, um, you know, 770 are to be minted. And right now I think we're sitting at about 520, uh, 528 now. Uh, so, I mean, they're slowly getting there. It's low supply. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it's so hard, right? Because I pop these up and go, oh, damn, these look good. Uh, but it's hard to know what niche these fit in, right? Like, you know, they look good, but do you wear them as a profile picture? Because I mean, most of the visors are the same same shape with just some different colors and textures on them. Um, like, I, I they look so good, but it, I, I'm just so curious as to like, what happens with these?
1: I think we talk about, the pfp thing a lot and it seems super simple but the number one utility every nft has is to be a profile picture right that should be the first utility now beyond any roadmap or beyond anything and i think these are going to be very frustrating for people they look effing amazing the art is great logically you're like what 777 supply that makes sense But really, I consider all of these kind of negatives, right? The art looks fabulous, but it's too detailed for a PFP. The supply is low, but that's not enough to form a community around these. So I think they're amazing, but they could be very frustrating for people who bought. Now, there's a bit of a dichotomy going on here. It's a low floor that hasn't really minted out, but the legendaries are actually getting some very nice weth offers on them so you see this often in generative art right the floor the general floor on most of them will suffer and fall to mint even below In many cases, but the rares will be snapped up by collectors and and get a pretty nice premium. So I see that happening here with Mendel's great collection. I think it could be a little frustrating if you're trying to flip it. So just be a little cautious there as it still hasn't minted out. So if you want one, they're there. But uh, I just don't see it as a good cook based on the uh, parameters I just laid out.
0: Yeah, and there's, there's some interesting dynamics happening um, at play here right now. So the floor is 0.156. There's definitely a couple um, below mint price there right now. Just checking it out. I'm seeing seven below mint price. Uh, this is often a pretty difficult situation for um, uh, you know a mint that's ongoing to see the floor drop below the mint price immediately uh, because now if you want to get in it, you're you're faced with this dilemma of like I could just buy off the floor if I really want to. However, these are revealed already, um, so you know what you're getting. And like you said, there are there have been some really good offers and some really good sales. Uh, so I guess the um, the one saving grace to dipping below the uh, the mint level is that people uh, still feel like they have a shot at a rare um, rather than just buying the pre-reveals um, below the floor. So uh, I, I think that I, I'm gonna have a hard time believing that with only um, you know about 240 left to mint that this won't mint out uh but i don't know what it means for it and I, you know as uh, you mentioned before um 770 uh is is hard to build a community around especially like there's only 273 owners um and if you go into a discord or something with 273 people in it uh, you'd be actually probably pretty shocked at how uh quiet it might seem yeah you know
1: Yeah, you need a good number of people to have, you know, lively, constant conversation and what people view as a community. And I want to be fair to these and present the bull case. They're ahead of their time. Okay, there are only two things you can do with an NFT right now. That is put it in your PFP or put it on your Apple Watch. Those are the only two cool things you can do with your NFT. I've talked about 2022 being the year of hardware. And I believe if if there was a one-click way to throw these Mendels up on a wall or a gallery, they'd be a smash hit. But right now, there's only two things you could do with an NFT. And if you're looking for instant trades or cooks, it needs to fit into that paradigm
0: yeah, definitely. There's um, I mean, there's more to come with them, too. It's not like this is the only thing that they're doing. um you know, the, these are metaverse legit characters.
1: studio, yeah, yeah, they're they're going for it. This looks like a legit animation studio that wants to take the this is more than the picture we've given you route. So, you know, again, it's not. That these are dead long term and don't have potential. I just, you know, if we're talking about traders and, and looking for alpha, I think that it could be a hard, hard trade. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I'm interested to see what the statues look like too. They're um, they're sending out 77 uh, statues, or they're sending 77 winners a Mendel statue, um, which could be pretty mm. cool. I would love to have one of those sitting on like the desk or the you know the shelf behind me or something. They look s- super cool like that. Um, or it would be amazing if these were like 10 foot statues too, and they just show up on your doorstep and say, "Deal with it." <laughs>
1: people are dying for for stuff they can do with their nfts they need i mean i want a 3d little lemon friend so badly and i want a star wolf hoodie so badly like people are dying for this so you know i think that those type of value adds uh, from a project are great
0: yeah for sure actually uh speaking of um a physical Properties for the NFTs. Um, we did do a uh, an interview last night with uh, Bad Bunny's founder Can Opener uh, as they launched their uh, physical card game. That was uh, had a lot of people tune in for that. Very exciting, and the uh, the video is up on YouTube for anybody that missed it. But that was a great chat, and uh, Can Opener's a really solid dude
1: not get over how good not just the physical cards and card game they designed is but the new art for the bunnies this is criminally criminally undervalued as an nft property i was like really really impressed with the thought and i think you know designing a game that's fun is not easy i'm yet to play it but just having watched a lot of the teasers and and read about it I'm super excited to get my hands on these physicals. So as you know, if you listened last night, you minted, if you were a previous owner of Bad Bunnies, you minted what are called Genesis tokens. Now, I minted five last night during our interview. You now have an option. You can either burn... One of these Genesis tokens to receive a physical card pack, of which there will be a maximum of 1,250, they estimate. Theoretically, you could burn all the Genesis tokens and there'd be 2,500. But the other thing you can do is stake this Genesis token to allow the bunnies you have to earn their in-game utility token called carrots and maybe my favorite part of this incentive scheme is that the higher ranked your bunny is in the gang and if you don't know each bad bunny is part of a different gang i'm part of the diggers gang and there are i think seven or eight different gangs don't quote me but each level of bunny, you know, you got your, your soldier bunnies, your capos, your doms, your bosses, the bosses earn the most carrots. And I love this. This makes a lot of sense. This plays right into their lore, right into their structure. And that should be coming, uh, in January or the first quarter of next year. And you do have two weeks from now, the public sale is going to start today at 5 30 PM. You're going to have two weeks after mint out to burn a token to get your physical card pack, So be aware of that. Staking is gonna start in the first quarter of next year and I believe R2 just posted that video uh, up to our YouTube
0: yeah I posted uh, went up this morning, and uh, it is ready to go to be watched. I wanted to get it up as fast as possible, just because they are in the, in the middle of their uh their mintic phase and whatnot, but the bad bunnies are something that we've always supported, always thought looked great, and um you know I was happy to have him back up to talk about it. They're just a project that keeps working.
1: Yeah, if you own any bad bunnies, you have until 5 30 pm to mint your Genesis tokens in the pre-sale. Uh, Previous Bad Bunny owners have the right to mint up to 10. And then the public sale will begin uh, today at 5.30. So, yeah, really excited. I minted my Genesis tokens. I think R2 and I each bought a bunny live on the show yesterday because that floor, again, is criminally low compared to what we believe the potential uh, in this project is. And we say this about a few projects, Little Lemons included, but this has Coinbase and TV show written all over it. So we're really, really pumped on this uh, into next year. And I, I want to thank Ober again for coming on and, and giving us that great interview. It won't be the last.
0: Yeah, um, as Lucas pointed out, there are only 150 of the uh, Genesis tokens minted so far. So they're off to a little bit of a slow start um but i have uh you know i have faith in this team and i'm not just saying that because i had them on there it's uh it's been a project that has just kind of stuck around like they've they've been there um since september and uh you know if if a project had just abandoned ship or you know the floor drops a little bit and they say you know screw it, we're done. Uh, they could have walked away from it and rugged everyone and it is what it is. We've seen it time and time again from projects, but uh, no, they've continued to work and uh, um, you know, they he hinted at some some pretty big partnerships along the way too um, without specific names, but uh, he said that they were on the global scale of things. So it uh, makes me bullish uh, for the IP, if nothing else. Slow minters
1: never bother me. My last two favorite plays have been slow minters that didn't sell out quickly and to be averse to a again, it's a trader's mentality and I'm not knocking anyone for like, Oh, if I don't see volume in the project, I don't touch it. But I am much more of a, you know, I'm a, I'm a diamond in the rough. I make predictions. I'm a speculator. I I try to see the future, so to say. And you know, that's why I like, I like things where I think it has an it factor and it's not minting out quickly. Those are my favorite cooks. So doesn't bother me at all that Bad Bunnies isn't minting fast here. And I truly believe uh, people will regret not owning any into next year. So I, I definitely packed my bag a little fuller last night.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um speaking of a um one project that minted yesterday wasn't a gas war or anything but a bunch of us were in the voice chat hanging out for was uh with solar bots and um this was an interesting drop for a couple of reasons one it was a 0.2 drop but it was a 0.2 and it came with four nfts um this is a game that they're building so they have you know different classes um in terms of their You know, fighting styles like a healer or a tank or blah, blah, blah. Um, So you got one of each ready to play the game. Um, and uh, it also had an interesting mint mechanic that uh, I've never seen before. I'm not going to say that it's never existed before, uh, but it had the ability to um, reserve your mint. So if you didn't want to participate in the gas war, um, you could pay the, the base fee of 0.2 per mint up front and then pay the gas later when you were ready to um, transact with the contract. I'm not exactly sure how the technicals of that work, but I thought it was pretty cool to be able to hold your spot in it so you you were obligated to still buy it it wasn't like you were just saying oh i'll get to decide later like you're still paying for them um but the gas just came later uh so i thought that was that was pretty cool they did mint out um and uh they are holding above uh well it's kind of flopping around the floor if you uh if you consider that each nft was worth 0.05 um uh, They're sitting at 0.05 right now, which is not bad. Uh, It is a pretty high supply. There's 31,000 of them right now. I believe there's 40,000 total. But there were some big sales too. The voids were the ones that were pretty rare. Uh, I shouldn't say pretty rare, really rare. And they were going for upwards of 10 ETH yesterday, if you managed to pull one of those. Uh,
1: shout out to Redacted. I just saw you buy that bad Bunny. My wrist is attached to the lot. <laughs> I mean, my uh, the bot is attached. To my wrist. So uh, I just want to also just comment on this because I loved the art on this. People were kind of hyping it a few days before it happened. And when I saw it, saw it was slow minting, I'm like, what's going on here? Well, I guess it's a 30,000 supply. Which again, as a, as a long term thinker, doesn't scare me off, but I guess I'm not surprised as to why it wasn't a gas war and a cook. The art looks great. I mean, I'll say that. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's important to note that if you're, a, uh, you know, planning on participating in the game, you do need four of them. Right. So, um, you know, one way to look at it is maybe all four. It kind of counts as one NFT if that's your goal. If your goal is to flip them, then they are individual as well. Um, but yeah, like I said, the the voids went for one went as high as 12 ETH. Uh, they're sitting at, you know, about see sales for 10 and nine, plenty of them. Um, And there were some wallets that really, really went hard on this too. I saw some that had minted 600 of these so, um, you know, 150 mints times 0.2 is a pretty big, pretty big investment for, for some people jumping into this. But yeah, like, I, like we said, you know, 30, 40,000 supply uh, things are, will likely start to become more of a meta in the future. Um, and maybe they won't be floor prices high, but it doesn't mean that the multiples won't be as good as well.
1: To mint more than a
0: hundred of anything not citrus-based just seems insane to me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna I'm watching this project closely. I haven't sold any of them. I minted two packs. Um, uh, the other thing that they did too that was interested was um, in the middle of the. Before the mint process, um, you had to actually sign a transaction that said "verify human." So you had to verify the fact that you were indeed not botting this contract first. And uh, you know, it was it was a good thing that a bunch of us were in the Alpha Mint um, voice chat simply because we uh, we called that out and got through that first. And you know, obviously, it wasn't a super fast mint out, but if it had been, that might have been a, a a spot in the contract that really tripped people up. Voice chat so valuable, Super especially during mints. Yeah. Um, all right, I think that is pretty much all I had on the list. Uh, we could start letting people throw their hands up. Uh, we'll bring them up on stage for a quick Q and A, and then. Um, and then we'll go from there. Is there anything else you wanted to finish off with before we do that?
1: Yeah. Um, I am a gigantic Archer fan. Uh, if you guys don't watch Archer on FX, um, it's a, it's an animated uh, TV show about a secret agent. And uh, one of my favorite voice actors, John H. Benjamin of Bob's Burgers, uh, voices Archer. And he does not look anything like Archer. If you Google Archer at John H. Benjamin, it's pretty funny. Side note. But the artist that makes the art for the Archer TV show has started his own project called ETH Walkers. Now, this is kind of zombie-based, isn't minting out very quickly, but I know quite a few in uh, the d Dojo have been watching it closely. So that i believe given we're in a very uh, uh dry period for mints i do believe it's minting today the public is the presale has been open some of our dj and dojo members may know more about it and want to come up in the ama and say something but as a huge archer fan uh i've been in that discord and it it, it is the archer art i mean it's this guy's style like you would recognize it as archer immediately um And it looks like kind of a cool project. I just don't know anything about it, though I do know the public uh starts today, so keep an eye out on that one and if anyone wants to come up and talk about it, I'd love to know more.
0: yeah, it looks like there's a pretty solid team behind this, and a lot going on looks like they're they're trying to do some different stuff with like having more of like a one of one character that's representative of you um but uh, I would love to know more about it and uh see how it's doing um definitely need to take a quick look at this though.
1: I wonder about this thesis. Okay. Because I feel like so many people, you know, we love Halloween. We love playing dress up. Do you really want your pseudonymous avatar to be like representing you uh, exactly like a facsimile, like a duplicate? I feel like, People enjoy being apes and lemons and all sorts of quirky things. Like, yeah, maybe if you have laser eyes in real life, you would like your avatar to have laser eyes or or a top hat or whatever your fashion is. But I I do wonder about these projects that are going too realistic. Like, that's where I love the tone that Clonex struck, where these are obviously humanoid-esque avatars um but they're funky you know they're they're just they're out there they're a little crazy they they let you uh they let you play, so to say these very very serious ones that just look like people i just i don't know i don't know I wonder about them, but you know everyone has their
0: own thing so <laughs> Yeah, the just food for thought. The customizable ones too. I wonder if that kind of takes away of the allure yeah. of, of like minting yeah. and finding out what you got and seeing if you ended up getting a cool character or something like that, right? Um, the second yeah. one, you can kind of put it into a character generator and make it your own. Maybe it's just uh, maybe there's just maybe not quite as fun aspect of it. It'll be interesting to see what ends up happening uh, with uh, Eth Walkers. The one thing that's kind of cool is that if you're playing the game. It is a zombie survival game, and I just saw this that like I guess you can turn undead if uh, if things don't go your way.
1: So, <laughs> cool. Kind of I wonder, cool. Like, almost
0: like mutant yeah. Apes kind of style. Speaking
1: of the undead, I got whitelisted on Hunger Brain yesterday, which I'm happy about because I have been such shit at getting whitelisted on these games, and this is the first game. I got whitelisted on, and it seems to be run by Grape Dutch. If you guys don't know Grape Dutch, I believe we follow his wallet in the wallet tracker. I think he is a big Mahof over in the MVHQ universe, and I think that's his project. He, uh, he seems to be the one making all the announcements, and I could be wrong. I, I, maybe someone correct me, but that looks like Grape Dutch's project there. and uh, I have maybe said three things in that Discord. And yesterday I won a whitelist spot for being an active Discord member, so I don't know you. how they Say that again?
2: It's very lucky for you. That's uh Yeah, well, it, I, <laughs> I was
1: I I was perplexed by it. I said, huh, like there are Discords I have worked for so long trying to be active in and and you can't get a whitelist spot. This one I've been in there like once and they're like active Discord member, you have won. Okay. <laughs> Take it.
0: Nice. Free, free market just uh, tells everybody that we have a show that 200,000 people listen to every day, and they're like, oh, <laughs> take a spot.
1: That is the first <laughs> thing I say anytime I land in a disco. Take me to your leader. I would like to bring you on our show. <laughs>
0: I get no response usually. No. No, nah, you're not going to get one up here either. <laughs> Illidan, what's going on? Good to talk to you.
2: Sounds like your mic's actually uh, functioning today. You're not, yeah, a, no I'm, storm, uh, not driving. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on my computer. So, uh, yeah, I, I can see, like, tap at the mic. Things actually turning green. So that's good. I don't know what happened yesterday. But, um, yeah, so uh, all credit for ETH Walker's should go to uh, Kiwi. I mean, he pointed it out to us. Um, and I'm not... Uh, like the most knowledgeable person on it, but I do know some uh, some details about it, so I'll um, I'll explain what I know. Uh, so it is a 10K mint, but it is not, as I understand it, it is not a 10K mint where you keep minting more, right? So it's 10K and that's it. Um, it starts off with 60 zombies and the rest of them being human. And the whole point of this is to survive. And if you are one of the last 100 humans, I believe, you, you win the survival game, right? Uh, what's interesting with this one is it, is uh, an nft game but you're not going to have a shitload of gas cost because what they've said is um you do a bunch of signing and as you sign stuff it moves you uh, it, it changes it back it'll that will um trigger the metadata changing on your nft and that'll change the background and shit and so it'll tell you where you are and uh there's going to be different there are different rooms in the server like the fucking i don't know hospital school whatever and as the background of your uh, nft changes that'll change the rooms you have access to in the discord as well so you can like strategize with people on how you're going to survive and all this um and also you can get bitten and uh, and then your thing will turn into a zombie so like it is i would say more original than like a bunch of shit that we've seen like wolf game right um which is cool so i'm i'm really just kind of perplexed as to uh why the whitelist did not meant more of these because uh well, it's
1: meant to what was yeah, the percentage white listed
2: versus uh public there's no percentage it's just if you have a board ape if you have a mutant or if you have uh, a zeneca academy or a Zan academy nft you're white listed
1: mm. right yeah so, that makes it- well, I guess it depends on the relationships they were able to make with those communities, because usually if you have a good inn in those alpha rooms, the, they come and support your project, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, mm. I mean, um, I mean, the, the other thing is also the zombies are meant to be actual apes. So it's like 60, zomb- 60 board apes or zombie apes that have been picked, and uh, they get like some amount of the royalties or something, so I guess they're going to be using some of the... Um, some of those zombie apes uh as as part of the actual game. And Um, there's an in-game currency. Um as far as I can tell, I don't think so. Like it's just meant to be a pure survival game, right? Um and no gas cost. I I mean and and no gas cost, right? And no gas cost. So like to me, this looks like a really cool game. It is actually original. It cuts out all the all the gas costs and bullshit that you have with this sort of stuff usually and uh, it's a really well-known artist i mean if you look at the um nfts that are out right now right uh like they are actual archer characters just you know yeah. with different hair and different skin tones and shit like that i mean you can look at this and go there's a ton of liners a ton of archers a ton of mallories and a couple mm-hmm. of kriegers here and there so <laughs> like it's uh, it, it, so I'm like, I really want to mint like a fuckload of these things, but I am still kind of worried with the fact that it's a 10K collection and only 1500 have been minted. Where, uh, you know, if you're whitelisted, you could mint a fuckload. I mean, you could, I, it tells me I can mint 20 right now if I have a mutant. It's 20 per transaction. What's the price? Uh, 0. 0, 0. 0.042, I believe. Mm. Well, at least they yeah. smoke weed, so I, I give that yeah. to them. <laughs> hat t- hat
1: for the 420 yeah.
2: reference uh so yeah it's point oh four two, and uh so it's, it's not like a crazy expensive net <laughs> either right and um yeah like i'm i'm really kind of just surprised i mean I, it does look like they are competent but they don't have any crypto shills and crypto influences mm-hmm. or NFT influences um on board so maybe that's it right so it kind of just goes under the radar for a little bit um and they've you know they've tried to keep everything very organic that's sort of the only thing i can think of so uh uh, sorry also when this mints out the actual game doesn't start till uh till january i think it's like second week or third week or something like that because i mean you know christmas new years and all that so i don't know if this is just a situation of it's you know a, a, a low liquidity period in the market so people are just, you know, not paying attention or it's just the fact that there are no big Twitter shills or I, I don't know, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'd be keen to get, uh, your takes on it on, on, what's going on here. Um, well, I'm, you're I'm, or, not, or, uh, I'm
1: definitely, I'm 100% minting. How many hours until public, you know?
2: Um, I think public starts in 19 minutes. I believe it said oh. 6 PM UTC today, which, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, seven o'clock, uh, sorry, 1 PM, but maybe I might have my
1: time. I am 100% minting some. No question. Uh,
2: I, I love just, it.
1: Yeah. Everything let makes just sense double check.
2: me. Let me just double check before I uh, hand out wrong information. <laughs> uh, let me go back into the Discord. Give me a sec. Uh, where are we? The answer is blah, blah, blah. Come on. Yeah, uh, December 23rd, 6 p.m. UTC what is that? Um, yeah, I think, I think that's in nine. Sorry. Sorry. Give me a circle. I, uh, no, worries. no, sorry. It's in two hours. Uh, yeah. 1 PM. 1 PM. New York is, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit, it's not hey, a couple like, hours. It's, cool. so it's in about two and a half hours. My bad. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, I, I really want to admit these because I'm a huge fucking Archer fan. Um, yep. I'm also a huge uh, Frisky Dingo fan. I mean, it's not exactly the same art, but Frisky yep. Dingo was the precursor to Archer, and it's, for anyone that doesn't know it, I would recommend checking it out because it is got, absolutely fucking it. hilarious. News Dude, you got to gotta check it out. It is, it, out. Yep. Uh, it, is, it is really, really, really fucking funny. I mean, I think it's absolutely hilarious. So, uh, awesome. yeah, um, definitely check that out. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that's... You know what I know about it. Um, I'm just trying to figure out kind of how many of these things do I mint?
1: Right, right. I, you know, it's uh, I. I'm gonna go look. I, I, want to mint them, and I love, like okay. you said, I'm a huge archer fan. So yeah. when you describe the game to me, it's it's really appealing. I mean, it, I guess it's just about you know the instant cook uh, yeah. possibilities. Here we don't know. We have to see if there's uh, yeah if there's
2: demand. Yeah. I mean, I really like the fact that it's a game where you don't have the gas cost and it's not another, you know, mint fucking another 20,000 of them um, using a, using a shit coin.
1: I love that. That, the majority of characters are going to fall to these zombies and there will be only a few humans left and that will make them very rare. This is cool stuff.
0: Yeah, Yeah, guys, Uh, actually, I completely forgot to, and I apologize for this, but uh, Maz actually did an interview with the Walkers team um, on Twitter spaces that's uh, recorded up there. So the link is in the AM show chat that he dropped. Um, So go check that out too. completely slipped my mind. We're talking about this this whole time and uh, we've, we've got the alpha there.
2: Oh, nice. There we go.
0: So, yeah. And I also just want to give out a shout out to uh, Yamar um, who might be uh, might be putting us in touch with the SolarBots team to do a little bit of a show as well. That'd be uh, super awesome. And I think Scott's on that already. So that's uh, great news as well.
2: Cool. Well, how long was the interview? We've got plenty of time to uh, listen to it before the mint starts, probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would imagine it probably ran about a half an hour to an hour. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. So we've got, we got time. We've, got, we've all got time to go check it out before the, uh, the mint opens up for everybody.
0: Yeah. It's one of those weird things too, right? With, um, you know, a, a very specific subset of, uh, of the NFT community whitelisted, like the apes, the mutant apes. And, um, uh,
2: it was, um, it was, it was just the board apes at first. And then later on, they added the mutants, I believe. Um, right. Because, it, because they are using mute, actual, uh, apes in the game. Um, uh, so that kind of makes a bit of sense, but yeah.
0: But but like it, it's one of those things where people get squirrely when the whitelist um isn't moving very quickly, right? And as free market yeah. said, like, okay, you can you can put all of these people on a pre-sale list, but what is their incentive? Why do they want to mint? Why are they participating in this? Um yeah. and if 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 they're not, then all of a sudden everyone goes, hmm, well, if the board apes aren't, the mutant apes aren't why should I? And it just gets, it gets us like really kind of like, uh, you know, that's that standoff thing. Like where, you know, in the office where they're all standing, like in, you know, the first one to flinch or whatever, but uh, just uh, pre-sales are such a tricky thing to manage because if you don't do it properly, um it it could just spell the death of your your project simply for that reason there there could have been a whole bunch of people hyped to mint this waiting for the public i can't wait to get in on this and now they're going to be sitting there looking at it like well why didn't anyone else do this Uh, they didn't why would i
2: (laughs) i mean that's what i'm doing i mean
0: i i have pre-sale and i haven't minted it's literally what Um, we're talking about right now and it's a valid concern why aren't the apes minting it but you know we'll look at it and uh, you know there's probably something there
1: And I have seen a few projects do this where they don't talk to the apes or the kaijus or the punks. And then all of a sudden they come out on Twitter, you know, kaijus, apes, and punks are whitelisted for our project. Yeah, The communities don't like that. You got to go talk to their community manager or devs or admins, because people know it's a tactic. They know you want punks and kaijus on your roster because it gives you legitimacy. So you really gotta be careful about claiming a partnership. And anytime you say a certain NFT is whitelisted, you're essentially claiming a partnership. And if you look at what Cenarius did with Little Lemons, I mean, he was very careful and respectful of Klon yeah. and cool cats and talking to them and you know and toy boogers who he also whitelisted and stuff. So it's a whitelisting we've seen break quite a few projects over the last month because in a low volume environment, I mean you just you can't count on secondary demand being there if you whitelist the majority of your your customers.
2: Yeah. Yeah no that's true. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's uh, more or less what I have to say, because I mean, I, I have been keeping an eye on it and I'm kind of keen to see what happens, so uh, yeah.
1: Well, I'll definitely mint too. I just don't know if I'm going to ape. Uh we we'll, we'll, I'll watch and see if it's an ape. Sit- well I don't even know if I, the mean, is I mean we
2: could I mean an you ape. and I could you and I could sit there. I, I believe it is instant reveal as well. So we could sit there and meet until we get an Archer and a Lana and a Kriegh. Go-
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> cool. You know what? I honestly uh, I, uh, I'm gonna jump off.
0: I enjoyed Archer. Um I, I thought the art style was unique, but I don't know that I, I personally it doesn't do anything for me on the uh, like profile picture thing but uh i'm gonna watch it like I, I think it's still a cool project i think they're doing some really unique stuff and that's not fun it's just my own personal take i know that you guys have some like very nostalgic memories of of archer and you know it's important to you um uh, it just doesn't strike me personally the same way phrasing yeah it's I don't it know. crazy <laughs> i do I said phrasing. I said phrasing. phrasing. And anybody out there who watched (laughs)
2: Archer. I thought you were just phrasing crazy
0: after I said that. I'm like, oh, okay, fuck me. He's not gonna get it.
2: He's not he he never watched
0: Archer. He's not gonna fucking get it. I haven't Um, watched Archer. ah. I just haven't like watched Watch Archer,
2: you know. Also, the, the earlier seasons are, are uh, a lot funnier because when fucking yeah. ISIS came out, that was a real pain in the ass because uh, the agency in the show is called ISIS. And right. then all of a sudden for like fucking three years or two years, there were there were no uh, shows coming out. We're like, what the fuck? Because they're like, well, we have a show here about ISIS. And there's a fucking <laughs> bunch of maniacs on the, in the desert also called ISIS. So uh, yeah. yeah, it fucked everything up. <laughs> But yeah, alrighty. Well, I'm gonna let somebody else come up then. Cool, man. Thanks so much. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Mike was uh, working today. Yeah, it's, uh, it seems like it's working today. It. Alrighty, boys.
0: All right. If anybody else wants to throw uh, their hands up, come up and and talk. Uh, would love to have you up here. Um, you know, like if, for anybody that tuned in late, just want to give you a reminder that we do have some tax specialists that are going to be joining us on the stage later uh, this evening, 9 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be a really good talk, and it is going to be pretty hands-on. You guys are going to have an uh, opportunity to ask some questions and and uh, pick their brains. But as I mentioned before, it is going to be recorded, and um, you know, there there's no worries there if you can't tune in live yes yes to all of the above (laughs) yes all right well i mean if that's uh if if that's everything that you guys have got i think we could start to just wrap up the show um i just uh, anything you want to finish off with
1: uh, no, I, I think that I, have, I am now very intrigued about these ETH walkers. Uh, I'm definitely going to be looking to at least mint a couple for nostalgic purposes uh, in a couple hours. So that's what I'll be watching today.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Um, super excited about the, today's show. Um, if you, know, you want to check in with any of the other ones, uh, always live on YouTube and Spotify. We appreciate the support there. Um, but yeah, good luck. Oh, damn, I almost stole your line. What am I doing?
1: Good luck at the table, DJ. There we go. We're out.